Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. In this segment of the show, in our Neighborhood Spotlight segment, we're featuring Medlock Bridge right in the heart of Johns Creek. Medlock Bridge Road just north of State Bridge Road, south of Abbott's Bridge Road. Also, January is Radon Action Month. What is radon? How do you test for it? And is it dangerous? And is Georgia, especially this area of Georgia up here in the close-in metro areas, does it have a high occurrence of radon when you test a home for radon, or is it low? We've got these subjects and more during this segment. Each week, we pick one specific metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes and to help you understand as an owner of a home in that neighborhood whether or not you have a particular advantage in selling your home based on the market. If you are traveling north on Medlock Bridge Road, you'll cross State Bridge Road. There are three different opportunities to turn into the neighborhood, all three on the left after you cross State Bridge Road. There's about 650 homes in the neighborhood, so it's a big one. In 2019, there was a grand total of 33 homes sold in the neighborhood. It's about a 5% turnover rate when you look at that. They took an average of 51 days from the time they were listed until they went under contract for them to go under contract, and the average sales price was $485,000. They went from a low of $325,500 up to $600,000, and the sales price to list price ratio, the sales price to the original list price ratio ratio was 98.5%, which means sellers discounted the home 1.5% to entice a buyer to go under contract and purchase the home. In 2020, there were 37 homes sold, which is four more than in 2019. They took 47 days, which is four days shorter than 2019. The average sales price was $501,000, which means a $16,000 increase year over year. These prices range from a low of $385,000 to a high of $605,000. Sales price to original list price ratio, 99.3%, which means sellers had to discount their properties 0.7%, certainly moving in the right direction in order to get a buyer to put it under contract and close, in 2021, there were 34 homes sold, so more than 2019, but less than 2020. They took an average of 12 days, went from 51 days on the market to 47 days on the market to 12 days on the market. It's really amazing when you think about it. Average sales price year over year increased $101,000 501092 to 602000 400. They range from a low of 440000 to a high of 825000 I'm very familiar and have sold many, many homes in the Medlock Bridge neighborhood, neighborhood over the years and uh, didn't think I would soon see an $825,000 sales price. Currently, today, there is one home listed available for sale in the neighborhood. It's listed at $555,000, which is less than the average. My guess is it'll sell fairly quickly. If we want to determine the absorption rate, how many months of inventory we have, we take the number of sales for the last 12 months and we divide it by 12, and then we take the amount of inventory that's available for today and we determine how many months it will take. So if you had 34 homes sold in the last year, let's just say that's three a month. And so if you had one available for sale, it would take 0.35 weeks. So it would take less than a half of a week to sell a home today in that neighborhood. So less than three and a half days, somewhere around two, two and a half days to sell a home. If you have less than four months worth of inventory, it is a seller's market. The lower the number gets, the more screaming, the more of an advantage the seller has. 
If you have four or five months worth of inventory, it is a balanced market and neither a buyer or a seller has a distinct advantage. If you have more than six months worth of inventory and inventory is how many sales took place over the last 12 months, divide that by 12 and you can project that's how many properties will sell each month moving forward and you determine how many months it will take to sell all of the inventory. In 2009, the average sales price, this was the low price during the recession was 341,300 with today's average sales price of 602,000 homeowner equity for those 640 or 50 homeowners has increased 170 million dollars that's a lot of money when you divide it over 650 people 170 million million dollars if you're the kind of person who doesn't want to monkey around with the kids education or the school's effect on home values and trust me the quality of the schools in your area has a real effect on the stability of your local real estate market. I suggest you go to gogaddisradio.com, click on School Chimp Report, and get a School Chimp Report. It shows you a ranking or a rating for the school system on a scale of 20 up to 100, and something in the 90s is an A, the 80s is a B, the 70s is a C. And it also gives you all the demographic and real estate information you might be interested in for that particular neighborhood. Number one, what is the educational attainment of a parent? What's the size of a home? What's the percentage of homes that are rented versus homeowner occupied? What's the average household income? Then it gives you the average sales price, the average size of a home, the average days on the market, and the total market for homes in each of the school districts. And it is a very, very powerful tool. You can compare one Metro Atlanta high school to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools if you want. Or another option is you can compare one Metro Atlanta high school, public high school, to another Metro Atlanta high school. You get one you get one of these reports by going to Go Gaddis Radio G O G A D D I S Radio.com. Click on School Chimp, put in a little information. The school chimp's name is Clyde, and Clyde and his chimpanzee friends will prepare a report specifically for you and will email it directly to you. We don't use your information. We don't sell your information. Um, we just communicate with you as necessary about the school chimp report. If you have been searching for properties and you feel like uh, you're showing up to all properties a day late and a dollar short, meaning you show up on Monday and the property went under contract last Thursday, or you show up on Friday and the property went under contract on Wednesday, that is frustrating. It could be because of where you're searching for your listings. Now, a real estate professional should be the one guiding your search. But if you're doing a lot of searching yourself, I suggest you might want to do it on another site. And that site is suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. That is our website. That is my website. And the reason I think that site is better than most of the sites in Metro Atlanta is because we include listings from both listing services, from the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. It is highly unusual for there to be two listing services that cover the same geographic area, not the exact same geographic footprint, but similar and Atlanta is one of those cities that has two. So when you go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, you might find two of most of the listings there, which can be a little bit aggravating, but please don't let that discourage you. What you're looking for is when you only have one of a listing, that means it's only listed in one of the databases or the other, and I promise you those properties are being viewed by way less people than the ones where there are two of them. January is National Radon Action Month. I don't have any young kids living at home today, so I'm not as concerned with radon. 
uh, as I was in the past. I used to have my test, my house tested, the basement level, which in my house is fully finished. I used to have it tested for radon every few years. I never had to take any mitigation action because the level was always within the EPA guidelines. But the EPA estimates that, and that's the Environmental Protection Agency, estimates that one in five homes in the U.S. have unsafe radon levels. Radon is a colorless, odorless, and tasteless radioactive gas. Doesn't that sound delicious? Colorless, odorless, tasteless, radioactive. So you can have radon in your home and not know it. Why is it a threat? Well, radon is the second leading cause of lung cancer. In the United States, the EPA estimates about 21,000 lung cancer deaths each year are radon-related. So how does radon gas get in? Why do we have radon in this area anyway? Radon is released when when rock underground, when granite, for example, continues to decompose over time, or, or maybe I'm not using the right word, but it gives off a gas as it decomposes underground. And radon is released from the ground into the outdoor air, and that's not a problem because it's diluted into such low concentrations. It's not a concern, but within the homes... It typically in Atlanta comes up through the basement slab or the flooring system if you're on a slab or a crawl space and through other openings as well and enters the home. And because the air is not diluted as much or the radon is not diluted as much, levels can get pretty high. The most common ways that radon enters a home here in Metro Atlanta is cracks in the solid floors, cracks in the walls cracks or openings in your basement slab, in your regular slab, gaps around service pipes, water supply lines, basement sump pumps. Half of the basements in Atlanta have a sump pump or an ejector pump for the bathroom on that bottom level. And the gas doesn't come through the sump pump. It comes up around the sump pump. Also can come in from fireplaces and anywhere pipes enter the home. And the way to do it is to test your home for radon. If you're looking for someone who can test your home for radon, reach out to us at gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, and we'll hook you up with somebody that we believe is reputable to come out and test your home for radon. I would do it. I would do it every couple of years if I had kids living in the home, especially if the kids were spending a lot of time in the basement. There are three different radon zones. There is zone one, which is the highest concentration of radon, zone two, which is in the middle, zone three, which is sort of a non-event, and all of the Zone 1 counties are in Metro Atlanta, and they consist of Gwinnett County, DeKalb County, Fulton County, and Cobb County. And the reason we have high radon levels is very common all throughout the East Coast as you move up and down the Appalachian Mountain chain uh, because there's lots of rock underground, and that rock is decomposing and causing radon issues. The way they mitigate the problem is very simple. Let's say you have a basement home. It has a slab. If they want to mitigate the problem, they drill a hole in the slab and they put a little fan or a little suction fan like a vacuum cleaner that sucks air out from under the slab and blows it out the roof of the home or out the back of the home. And so it basically creates negative pressure, sucks all the radon from underneath the slab, and then blows it out through the roof or out the back of the home. If you need some help with radon testing, 770-497-0000. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and I really appreciate you spending another Saturday morning with here Saturday morning here with me on AM920 Atlanta's on the answer. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 o'clock. And we look forward to talking to you to then, Atlanta. Have a great week. <laughs>